Hello, friends and fellow lovers of all things beachy. Welcome to The Beach Speaks. I'm your host and beach lover, Paige Friend, sharing conversations and stories to help you reconnect with the beach, return to your soul, and reimagine your life. Whether they're an entrepreneur, a conscious creator, or just someone who loves the beach, all my guests have a story to tell about what makes the beach the place to be. So grab a cool drink, sit back in your beach chair, stick your toes in the sand, and join me for this episode of The Beach Speaks. Hey, beach lovers. Here we are, February 2022, and this is a special episode. It's the first one of the year, and it's dropping on a very special day for me, as you'll soon find out. I don't know if you felt the same way, but when January 1st rolled around, I felt like I had all these intentions and inspirations for the podcast, for my wellness, for growing my business, for basically life, and I felt like I had to start making it all happen now. And I hadn't created anything new for the podcast, and I was rushing around trying to cobble together a couple of conversations and thinking, I just need to get something out right away. However, whatever was coming out just felt forced, and I always want to create the best content I can for you, my beach lovers, to inspire you and uplift you and all that good stuff. But Nothing I had planned to share felt eh, quite right at the time. My heart was saying, tell your story, tell your story. So in keeping with my two words for this year, ease and grace, I decided to give myself a little more time to craft my beach story into something that was listenable and make that my first episode of the year. And it was super cool because it gave me the opportunity to look back and relive the magic of how I found my soulmate, quit my nine to five, and moved to the beach. And as you know, the beach is speaking. Are you listening? Have you ever felt like you were stuck in a holding pattern in the way you're living your life? You knew that something different needed to happen. You just didn't know how to make it happen. Like you're the pilot of a plane circling around and around above the airport waiting to land because air traffic control told you to stand by for further instructions. I mean, you can't stay up there forever. Pretty soon you're going to have to land. That was me. I was in a dating relationship for about nine years at this time. We didn't live together, but we were together all the time, and we were kind of in a holding pattern, circling. He was a nice guy. I liked him. I might have even loved him. 
I enjoyed his company. He was easy, comfortable. We spent a lot of time doing the same things, and when we would go out and do something, it was the same thing. We'd go out for the same food in the same places, and people that we would hang out with, the same. It was okay until it wasn't. I knew we didn't want the same things out of life. I wanted different. I wanted a soulmate. I was living in Orlando about 20 years into a career in corporate aviation, working as a customer service professional. I loved my job, and I was really good at it. I had my pilot's license, and even though I hadn't flown in years, it was fun talking all things planes with the pilots while, at the same time, answering the phone, greeting folks in the lobby, talking to a crew member on the air-to-ground radio, confirming a fuel order from the ramp tech while making coffee for an outgoing flight and renting a car to a passenger. A little stressful at times, but that's aviation. And I was used to the routine. I always said that I wanted a job where I could wake up and say, Yay, I get to get to work today! And for the most part, I did, until it became, Ugh, I have to go to work today. And like that dating relationship, I knew I didn't want to be there anymore. For as long as I could remember, I wanted to live at the beach. I'd been living in Orlando for about 14 years. Now, some of you might be thinking, Okay, isn't Orlando like the vacation capital of the world? In Florida, it's pretty much the beach, right? Well, even though Orlando is a great place for a vacation, it's central Florida, which is pretty much landlocked. Now, Cocoa Beach, which is on the Atlantic coast, was only about a 45-minute drive, so I could get there. But it wasn't enough to live near the beach. I wanted to live at the beach. You see... I'm a Pisces, a water sign, so I'm naturally drawn to water, and I love sunrises. And whenever I had the opportunity to deviate from the holding pattern, I would get up early in the morning, drive out to Coco, sit in the sand, meditate, and watch the glorious sunrise above the ocean horizon, and then get in my car, drive back, and get on with my day. And for this self-diagnosed beach junkie jonesing for her next fix, this was a fairly easy way to get it. About a mile down the road from my townhouse, there was a pond and a few lone palm trees, a walking path, and a couple of benches. So I would go there to sit and meditate and watch the sunrise sparkling over the water. It wasn't the beach, but it was a pretty good substitute, and I could get there in three minutes instead of 45. And it was during this time that my parents had moved from my hometown in the mountains of Pennsylvania to assisted living near Clearwater Beach, which is one of the most popular and beautiful beaches on the Florida Gulf Coast. And it had been years that I'd spent any quality time with them, and because their health was rapidly declining, I would gladly make the two-and-a-half-hour drive each way every chance I could just to spend a few hours with them. And I was grateful for the time, although seeing my parents in such a frail state of mind and body really took a toll on me emotionally. During one of those visits, I found a small, quiet stretch of beach about a ten-minute drive from where they lived 
that had accessible parking and a couple of benches where we could just go and sit and enjoy the sun and the quiet surf. But the whole process of getting my parents out of their apartment and in and out of the car became so arduous for all of us, we didn't go very often. Soon, the only drives we took were back and forth to the hospital. And not too long after that, they were gone. And that little stretch of beach on the Gulf Coast had become my beach, where I could find peace and serenity. I had to physically be there to feel that. The sun, the sand, the smell, I just craved it. And I was tired of talking about it. Someday, living at the beach... I just didn't want to be that person who was always saying, someday I will do this, someday I will do that, and then wait until it was too late. One morning I woke up and I thought, you know what? No, this is not the life I want. So what did I do? I declared out loud, I want to meet my soulmate, quit my nine to five, and move to the beach. Now, it wasn't like I had a fairy godmother that tapped me on the head and said, your wishes have been granted. But I did have a mindfulness coach, Ramona. I first met Ramona at the Drunken Monkey, a coffee bar. I had signed up for her mindfulness coaching program she called Authentic Life Journey, and this was our first official session. All I could say was, I'm a hot mess, there are all these things I want to do, and I feel like I need to do it all now. I need someone to help me, tell me what to do, help me figure it out. And being the perfect mindfulness coach that she is, she listened to what I had to say, but she wasn't going to tell me what to do. You see, up until this point, I relied heavily on other people in order to make my own decisions. Instead, When she heard how I want to meet my soulmate, quit my nine-to-five, and move to the beach and do it all at once, she helped me to slow down and think, okay, is this really what you want to do? How do you want to do this? Because to do it all at once could be potentially a disaster. Each time we met, which was like every other week, she would listen to me, observe, and reflect back on what I had just said because the answers were there. I just had to hear them coming from myself, from my heart. And with this new mindset, I began to make the shift out of the holding pattern and on to a new course. Slowly, with her guidance, things were starting to come into focus. I was no longer needing to do it all at once. I started looking at it from a mindful perspective and from a way of seeking inside myself to find the answer. And yes, I had support. The answers were coming from me. And here's where it gets really interesting. You know that part where I said I want to meet my soulmate? Well, I joined a website, Meet Mindful. I guess it was a dating site, but I really hadn't any intention of dating somebody I was just thinking about where I wanted to live at the beach, and I didn't really know where, and I thought, well, I'd like to meet some people who live at the beach. You know, meet a friend. So on this site, Meet Mindful, I thought, that might be my type of person there. And I was so intrigued by the questions you had to answer for your bio 
that I actually printed them out and I journaled on them. I kind of use them as a way of self-exploration. Then I posted my bio, casting a wide net, basically Florida, coast to coast, and then forgot about it. It was a 30-day free trial, and at the 30th day, they sent me a message, meet Ernie. And I thought, meet Ernie? I remembered, oh yeah, they're sending this to me because they want me to subscribe. And I thought, okay, well, he looks so happy in his photo. I'll read his bio. And everything he said about himself checked all the boxes for what I wanted in a soulmate. Plus, he lived at the beach. And would you believe his last name was Friend? (laughs) So I ended up having to pay the $29 for that month so I could send him a message. And my opening line was something like, I didn't intend on joining the site, but anyone who talks about the five love languages and learning how to fly airplanes immediately has my attention. So I joined just so I could send you this message. (laughs) And that's kind of how it started. We had our first phone conversation on February 6, 2018, and met in person 11 days later at the beach, Treasure Island near St. Pete Beach, actually, uh, February 17th, the day before my birthday. And I knew I had met my soulmate. It was like we had known each other in another lifetime and were just waiting until the time we could finally be together in this one. Yeah, I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but when you know, you know. And when it came to leaving my 9 to 5, that was a little tricky. I needed income. And it was a job that I was comfortable with. People would ask, well, if you move to the beach, what are you going to do? And I would joke and say, I don't know. I'll find a couple of palm trees and string a hammock and make seashell jewelry. I don't know. I was just like, we'll see what happens. And then this happened. One day, I heard about a plant-based yoga-inspired retreat in Tuscany called Plant Powered Italia. It was hosted by my all-time favorite podcaster, Rich Roll, and his super spiritual wife, Julie Pyatt, hashtag couples goals. There were just a few spots left, and I thought, hmm, I really want to go, but can I afford it? I don't even know if I have the time off. I'm just going to make the call, put the deposit on my credit card, and reserve my spot, which just so turned out to be the last spot available. So there I was, on this retreat, with Rich Julie and about 50 other amazing humans, where I began to feel this transformation happening. I'm not really sure what it is, and how do I go from where I am, here in this holding pattern, to where I want to be? And at the end of the week... I knew. I had to leave the job. It was a Sunday night. I got off the plane, went back to my townhouse, and before I even started unpacking, I sat down and wrote my letter of resignation. And the next morning when I clocked in, my supervisor said, how was your trip? And I said, it was fabulous. And I have something for you. And I handed him my resignation letter. And he was not happy. In fact, he didn't even want to talk to me the rest of the day. But I felt such a sense of, okay, I'm doing this. I'm leaving my nine to five. And then it was, 
How do I move to the beach? Well, Ernie, as I said, lived at the beach. It wasn't on the Gulf Coast like I'd kind of envisioned myself being. It was the Atlantic Coast at Jacksonville Beach. And since we were soulmates, it just made sense that I would say yes when he asked me to move in with him. He was renting a small house. It was just enough room for both of us. And the beach was just down the street. I could see it from the house. I could hear the waves, feel the breeze. Perfect scenario. So almost every morning, I would go down to the beach, watch the sunrise, take tons of photos, feeling such joy and inspiration and thinking, how can I share this? That's when the idea for a podcast came. I love the beach. I love podcasts. Why not? So I wanted this story to be the first episode of The Beach Speaks 2022, and I'm posting it on February 16th, the two-year anniversary of marrying my soulmate on the beach, and no nine-to-five. I have a podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed sharing this with you. And isn't it funny how when you're telling one story, it reminds you of another and another? Well, stay tuned. There's more to come. In the next episode, I'll be bringing Ramona back to the podcast so you can hear her take on how she helped me get out of the holding pattern and onto the beach. Plus, she's pretty much a mermaid dolphin whisperer, I swear. If you're at the beach and Ramona is around, there will be dolphins or giant rays or some kind of ocean magic happening. As for my former supervisor from the airport job, I don't expect that he'll be on the podcast anytime soon. I think he's still mad at me for leaving. But I am pretty sure I can convince Ernie to make a special appearance sometime soon so we can talk soulmates. A lot of people have asked us about that. And last, I am not a paid or unpaid spokesperson for Meet Mindful, nor can I guarantee that you will meet your soulmate there, but I did a quick Google search to confirm that you can still join the site, and apparently now, if you find someone you really like and you want to send them a message, it's free. And speaking of free, here's a few other things you can do that won't cost you anything, but will really help me connect with people who, like you, love the beach. First, I want, strike that, I need you to be part of the show. Do you have a beach memory you'd like to share, a comment, a suggestion, or question? Record a voicemail. You'll find the link in the show notes, my Instagram link tree, Facebook page, and website. It's pretty easy to find, and it's super easy to record. And you can tell all your friends, I'm on a podcast. And of course, you can always send an email to page at thebeachspeaks.com, and I'll read it on the show. Most importantly, if you like what you hear and you know someone who needs more beach in their life, Share the podcast. The Beach is Speaking. Are you listening? <laughs>